Hello, my fans. Welcome to the first annual Thingy Awards, brought to you by Madame Tussauds. And now, please welcome your hosts, Jay and Robert. This is so unexpected. Thank you. Thank you so much. All of you here for us. Oh. It's great to be here hosting the first annual Thingy Awards. We know that there were a lot of other options for hosts, so we're glad that we made the cut. Uh, Actually, James Franco and Annie Hathaway were supposed to host, but James couldn't make it because he was too busy DMing 16-year-old girls on Instagram. Annie is in the audience, though. Hi. Annie, we loved you in Colossal. Thank you. I wanted to nominate the monster for sexiest movie moment, but Jay said no. Okay, you also wanted to nominate the fish from The Shape of Water. I have a type. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Your type was also really represented this year as well. Oh yeah, every movie we saw had a living woman in it. (laughs) Robert, what was your favorite movie of the year? Oh, Call Me By Your Name. Which we had to see separately so that I could uh, masturbate in the theater. Robert! It's fine. <laughs> like, you didn't see the personal shopper alone in the back road two days after we saw it together. <laughs> Crazy crowd. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. And that is why we're here tonight. To masturbate? No. <laughs> To announce the winners of the first annual Thingy Awards. At the Golden Globes, a straight woman announced the only gay Best Picture nominee. So, at the Thingies, we got two gay people to announce a bunch of straight nominees. We're coming to you live from the Beacon Theater in New York City. We were only able to get this location because Mariah Carey canceled another one of her performances. A lot of Mariah fans. (laughs) As our Patreon subscribers know, we love awards shows, and we wanted to get in on the fun. We spent the year compiling over a thousand potential nominees across every category, and then after several tortured rounds of cuts, ended up with the nominees you'll hear tonight. After we announced the nominations live on Facebook, over 200 of our listeners voted for the winner. And just to be clear, Jay and I were not allowed to vote, and we haven't seen the results. Our producer, Tessa, will be handing us sealed envelopes with the names of the winners inside, so we'll be learning who won at the same time you do. So just like the Oscars, let's bring out our very own accountant with a briefcase, Tessa! Hi! Thank you, Tessa! Bye. And now to present our first award, Robert Ackerman! Robert is best known for winning back-to-back Oscars in 1994 and 1995 for Forrest Gump and Philadelphia. He most recently appeared in The Post, which is not nominated tonight because we saw it too late. Thank you. Thank you, Jay and Robert. It's an honor to be here tonight presenting the first two awards. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) Celebrating the costume pieces that made us scream this year, first up we have Best TV Costume Piece. I'm so nervous. And the nominees are the Karen Walker Jean Jacket, Will and Grace, Maggie's... Oh, oh, oh. Lots of, uh, (laughs) lots of feedback on that one. (laughs) Maggie's Leather Jacket, Supergirl, Michaela's New Shoes, How to Get Away with Murder, and Nico Tortorella's Speedo, Younger. And the thingy goes to, you hear this? It's an envelope that Tessa made. Best cut. Oh, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Nico Tortorella's Speedo, Younger! Whoa! Oh, Oh, my God! 
can't believe I have to think about this together. I genuinely did not think this was going to win. Me neither. Wow. This means we have listeners that watch younger. I'm, wow. Okay, this is starting off unexpected. Oh, this is going to be an evening, everybody. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm so proud of him. Good for him. Thingy winner, oh. Nico Tortorella. Okay, okay, I have to move on. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry you had to think about that again. And now the nominees for Best Movie Costume Piece. Elizabeth Banks' Green Suit in Power Rangers. Army Hammer's Shorts in Call Me By Your Name. Tanya Harding's Leotards in I, Tanya, And Valkyrie's Battle Uniform, Thor Ragnarok. And the thingy goes to... I'm nervous. I'm Me nervous. too, my hands are like, oh, my God. oh God. Army Hammer Shorts, no. call me by your name! Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I feel so much right now. I'm going to keep these two. Oh, my God. Clearly, oh. a lot of gays are voting. I, oh. Oh, my heart's pounding. <laughs> I'm so happy for them. Oh, well, I fa- I got my two awards for the night, so uh, so it's been, it's been fun. Uh, and now, I'd like to welcome to the glorious Beacon Theater stage, Jay Hunt. Jay Hunt won the 2010 Oscar for Best Actress in a Leading Role for her work in The Blind Side and was nominated again in 2014 for Gravity. She will next be seen in Ocean's 8, which will be released this summer. Thank you. These next two categories honor achievements in being in control of the aux cord during a scene. Oh my god, thank you. That that got a big laugh. (laughs) The nominees for best use of music in a TV scene are Feeling Good from The Handmaid's Tale, In His Hands from Will and Grace, Protect Ya Neck from The Leftovers, and Ain't No Mountain High Enough from Scandal. And the thingy goes to <gasps> Feeling Good Ooh. from The Handmaid's Tale. Wow. Oh. I have never seen an episode of The Handmaid's Tale. That's an interesting one. Wow. Okay, kind of pissed already, because already uh, I've been getting a lot of snubs. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Oh, my God. This is crazy. You know what? Good for them. The nominees for best use of music in a movie scene are Amazing Grace from The Book of Henry, Chikatita from Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, This Is Me from The Greatest Showman, and Carter Burwell's score from Wonderstruck. I'm nervous. Me uh, me too. It's going to be the fucking Greatest Showman. And the thingy goes to, yep, this is me. (laughs) I'm so happy. Oh, I can't believe you rigged these awards. (laughs) Oh, Kiala, we need, we need to get a Kiala a thingy. Yeah, we do. Oh, God. Kiala said, if you're listening, we will send you a thingy. Mm. The 2017 thingies will return after these messages. Coming up, the sexy awards. Jay, we have a new Patreon subscriber. Oh, wow. Who is it? Oh, my God. It's Meryl Streep. What? How much did she give us? A full dollar. Only one dollar after a year that included The Post, a Cecil B. DeMille Lifetime Achievement Award, a graffiti campaign, and the filming of Mamma Mia 2, Here We Go Again. She only has one dollar to give? Jay, we appreciate all of our Patreon subscribers, no matter what amount of money they give us on a monthly basis. You're right, Robert. Over at www.patreon.com forward slash one more thing, no amount is too big or too small. And we have our Patreon subscribers of all dollar amounts to thank for making this year's Thingy Awards happen. Them and Madame Tussauds. Of course. How can I forget Madame Tussauds? Where else besides the thingies could you see Meryl Streep in person? They're working on our wax figures now, so be sure to go over to their website and use code one more thing for $10 off of tickets. And now, back to the show. 
Welcome back to the thingies. Jay, what do you think of the night so far? I mean, honestly, so far, I have not suspected a single winner. I In the moment, I was like, oh, it's going to be the greatest showman. But aside from that, I did not see any of these winners coming, to be completely honest. I... As soon as I was, as soon as I started opening the envelope, was like, oh, it could be anything. Yeah. I don't know how uh, people do this at the Oscars. I know. Where, I... where the stakes matter. <laughs> <laughs> there are millions of dollars on the line. I know. Well, anyway, <laughs> this is. I mean, listen. Since we don't know what's going to happen, the next ones are going to be a little bit <laughs> losing control. <laughs> Thank you, Tessa. Um, These next few awards honor moments that might not have been the best of the year, but they were definitely the hottest. These were the categories that had the most potential nominees, and it was really hard for us to cut it down. We had to rewatch hours of gay content. I watched Pitch Perfect 3 like 50 times. I wasn't eligible this year. Oh, I know. The nominees for Best TV (sighs) Kiss are Jack Fallahy and Conrad Ricamora from How to Get Away with Murder, Taylor Schilling and Laura Prepon from Orange is the New Black, the Lesbians on Supergirl from Supergirl, and Noah Galvin and Sean Grandillo from The Real O'Neills. And the thingy goes to... Oh, Jack Fallahy and Conrad oh, Ricamora. How okay. to get away with murder. Wow. Here's what I have to say. Our listeners are out to get me. <laughs> yeah, really. And not out to get me. They're not interested. Um, I also really want to celebrate this, though, because they're the only gay couple that Shonda has right That's now. That's true, yeah. She's broken up all the other ones. Yeah, everyone else happy. has died or broken up. Yeah. Well, they're kind of happy. Yeah, they have some shit going on. Yeah. But, uh, wow. Thank you, listeners. Yeah. I accept this award on their behalf. <laughs> <laughs> um, the nominees for Best Movie Kiss are Alana Glazer and Zoe Kravitz from Rough Night. Charlize Theron and Sophia Boutella from Atomic Blonde. I mean, how are we, how, Timothy, whatever, Timothy Chalamet and Army Hammer, call me by your name, and Audra McDonald and Martha Plimpton from Hello Again. I mean, according to trends, I feel like we know what this is going to be. If it's, I might have to leave. Yeah, it is. It's Timothy and Army from Call Me By Your Name. (laughs) All right, well, it's been a great night, everybody. (laughs) That's it for the thingies. I have to leave. Um, fun fact about this, uh, Robert watches Call Me By Your Name frequently, and he has to skip over the scene where they I kiss. do. I've only ever seen it twice. Like, when I watched the... The scene. The, the, only the, I've only seen the scene twice, in theaters, and then once because a friend of ours uh, made me watch it. But whenever I watch it uh, before bed, I skip over it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to sleep, not stay up. <laughs> I wish I had an ooh. <laughs> Okay, let's do this. I have no idea what this is going to be. The nominees for Sexiest TV Moment are The Cop Striptease in Orange is the New Black, Jon Snow's Butt in Game of Thrones, Justin Theroux Naked in The Leftovers, Nico Tortorella with Jalapeno Penis, and Miriam Shore getting eaten out on Younger. If there's any justice, it'll be Miriam. (laughs) But I know it won't. Well, now we know a lot of our listeners actually watch Younger. That's true. Okay. I'm nervous. Me too. Jon Snow's butt on Game of Thrones. You know what? Okay, a lot of people watch Game of Thrones. I don't. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) When the butt showed, it was like all over. Yeah, that uh, it was like one of the one of the things that I knew about Game of Thrones the night it happened because usually I just like scroll past Game of Thrones things on Mm -hmm. the night that it airs. The things that happened in 2017, we got a new president and Jon Snow showed his butt. Well. So there was some other stuff too, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Should not have given you. 
Okay. <laughs> the nominees for sexiest movie moment are Wonder Woman stopping bullets in Wonder Woman, Elio with Oliver's shorts in Call Me By Your Name, it's gonna be that one. Margot Robbie boxing in I, Tanya. <sighs> Valkyrie walking into the final battle in Thor Ragnarok, and Marissa Tomei teaching Peter how to dance in Spider-Man Homecoming. And the thingy goes to... It's Elio with Oliver's shorts coming by your name. Okay, I do have to say, I fought really hard to put this on the nominees. You did. I wanted to delete this one, and Robert fought for it. I'm proud that this went from zero to hero. (laughs) (laughs) Just like that. (laughs) I'm glad I'm taking home all these awards. I what I will say is that so far, um, this is a 100% male-dominated awards show. Yeah. Wow. The next two categories are for best non-canon ship. Jay, for the listeners at home, can you help us figure out what non-canon ship means? Sure, Robert. Well, according to our favorite go-to source, Wikipedia, canon refers to the material accepted as officially part of the story in the fictional universe of that story. So when something is non-canon, it refers to... Something we have made up in our heads, even though it may not be what the writers wanted or intended. Non-canon shipping comes from wanting, dare I say, needing that thing... To happen. Exactly right. So non-canon ships are a little bit like fan fiction, which we know something about. With that in mind, the nominees for best non-canon TV ship are Laurel and Michaela, How to Get Away with Murder, Raven and Chelsea, Raven's Home, Billy and Steve, Stranger Things, and Eleanor and Tahani, The Good Place. I think I know what this is. Me too. It's got. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be Eleanor. And nope, it's Billy and Steve. From it's Billy and Steve. Oh God. Oh. What I would like oh. to say is why are no lesbians voting in this awards show? If I had the boot, it would come out right now. <laughs> boo. I, uh, I will say, I hope that in season three, we see the two of them actually get together. Yeah. So maybe they will no longer be non-canon ship. Yeah, so I know the producers of Stranger Things love this show. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I hope this thingy will inspire change. <laughs> they do. They, uh, it will. I think it will. I think so. The nominees for Best Non-Canon Movie Ship are Zac Efron and Hugh Jackman from The Greatest Showman, Lady Bird and Julie from Lady Bird, The Pink Ranger and The Yellow Ranger from Power Rangers, and Diana and all of the Amazons from Wonder Woman. There's only one thing this can be. Zac and Hugh. No, Diana. Well, clearly everyone well, yeah, voting for this show hates women. Zach Efron and Hugh Jackman. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is misogynistic. I'm glad to say that I'm the only person that voted. Robert has a <laughs> stack of envelopes next to him and I have nothing. This is um, raking in the, <laughs> the chips. Clearly I have no friends. Well, that was a lot. Yeah, I uh, genuinely need to take a cold shower. <laughs> well, personally, I haven't felt like this since the finale of American Horror Story Coven when it was confirmed that Misty and Cordelia were fucking. What? No, they weren't. Yes, they were. No, they weren't. They were fucking. Okay, we've been no, over they this were, before. They were definitely they fucking. Not, they were Misty not and fucking. Cordelia were indeed it's fucking. It's not canon. It is confirmed it in the happen. last episode of the third The 2017 thingies will return after the hosts calm down. Robert, what was your favorite social media account of 2017? Definitely at One More Thing on Twitter and Instagram. What about you? Mine was One More Thing Podcast on Facebook. Wow. I'm going to take out my phone right now and like that page. And I'll follow at One More Thing. While you're there, be sure to follow at Madame Tussauds. Oh, I already do. And I used the code One More Thing on their website for $10 off of tickets. What a great deal. (laughs) Thank you. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Every year we pause to take a moment to remember those who left us. 
Here's a touching tribute to those we lost this year. Please hold your applause until the end. Ben Affleck. Casey Affleck. Aziz Ansari. Louis C.K. Richard Dreyfus, Adam Fields. James Franco. Gary Goddard. Andy Henry. Dustin Hoffman. Robert Knepper. Andrew Kreisberg. John Lasseter. Matt Lauer. Jeremy Piven. Roy Price. Brett Radner. Chris Savino. Steven Seagal. Tom Sizemore. Kevin Spacey. Jeffrey Tambor. George Takei. James Toback. Matthew Weiner. Ben Vereen. Harvey Weinstein. And Ed Westwick. Thank you. The Golden Globes took place earlier this month, and while women made some attempt to tackle the issue of sexual assault in Hollywood, we were disappointed that no men spoke up and that no one except Natalie Portman engaged in any scathing callouts. so we are here to name names. Speaking of things no one saw coming, here are the nominees for biggest TV oh my god moment. Okay, before we announce these nominees, just a heads up to listeners that there will be spoilers for the next few minutes. I didn't know that you cared about spoilers. I actively do not, but I do care about getting yelled at online, which you don't have to worry about. Because I'm a man? No, because you have two Twitter followers, me and the podcast account, which is run by me. (laughs) The nominees for biggest TV (laughs) oh my god moment are the return of Liz Anya in Raven's Home, the season one finale of The Good Place, the death of the dragon in Game of Thrones, and Bob's death in Stranger Things. And the thingy goes to... Ooh, Bob's death, Stranger Things. This is a second win for Stranger Things okay, tonight. Okay, I don't watch Stranger Things, so I don't understand what this means. I don't okay. know who Bob is. I don't know why his death is a shock. Um, he, uh, did you see the Lord of the Rings movies? Of course not. Okay, so basically it's a very sweet character that came in this season, helped solve all of the cases, and helped lead the team to victory, and then at the last second he was killed by a monster out of nowhere, and then they ate his body oh my and God. sucked his face off. Whoa. It was really brutal. That's and horrible. Awful to watch. Wait. And they filmed it with, like, a person in a suit. Wait, the children ate his body? No, uh, the monsters oh. that are like the <laughs> like, like the Stranger Things conflict. I was like, if Millie Bobby Brown is eating a man, no, I'm but in. it was it was like a six minute scene of him trying to like run away from these monsters, Ew. and then he does, and he like escapes, and he sees Winona Ryder, and he's like, I made it, like I'm gonna live, and then a monster comes out of nowhere and just kills him. Wow, and uh, it was a lot. Wow. Oh, she found a way to make the ooh come back. <laughs> the nominees for biggest movie OMG moment, I have seen all of these, are All of Thelma from Thelma, Sophia Boutella's death from Atomic Blonde, oh. Laura Dern's final moments from Star Wars The Last Jedi, and Michelle Williams' terrible performance, The Greatest Showman. And the thingy goes to, I have legitimately no idea what this is going to be. Same. It since could be any of them. Since it's all women. Yeah, it is. It'll be a female <gasps> Laura Dern's final moments, oh, Star Wars Dern. The Last Jedi. A, a win for Laura Dern. Oh. Good for her. I'm keeping this one. You know what? That was a really funny, funny moment when we saw the movie, though. Yeah, because so we saw it opening night. Yeah, and to be clear, I mean, if you haven't seen Star Wars, get ready. But uh, it's the moment when she flies through the other ship. Yeah, and the, and the sound cuts out. Yeah. And 
my favorite part personally of the entire movie, besides the fact that she and Carrie Fisher were clearly fucking, was when that moment happened and the whole audience like freaked out, but you could hear it so clearly because there was no sound happening. Yeah. And no one was expecting that. So it was the collective like, <gasps> and then the laughter at the fact that everyone had heard each other like freak out. But the laughter was only coming from Jay and I. Oh, yeah. Like the entire theater, including us, were kind of like, oh my God. Because it's an incredible moment. Yeah. And then uh, we were the only two that realized that uh, it was dead silent yeah, in the and we were like <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm glad star wars is represented me too my first ever star wars now oh, that we oh, here oh. we go <clears throat> we're getting into it all right now we have the awards for the best performances of the year as we discussed early in season one we have eliminated gender divided categories doing away with male and female categories really opened our eyes to how few men give good performances on our short list for these categories, we had to add a lot of men just to diversify. <laughs> the nominees for Best Performance in a TV Show Comedy are Darcy Carden, The Good Place, oh. <laughs> Issa Rae, Insecure, Micah Fowler, Speechless, <laughs> Miriam Shore, Younger, and Noah Galvin, The Real O'Neills. If, if it's Miriam Noah, wins, I will be so mad. If Miriam wins, I'm gonna... <laughs> it needs to be... We've been talking about this nomination for weeks. She is, I mean, I am not afraid to say, I think this is one of the best comedic performances of all time. Oh, a hundred percent. If you're not out there watching The Good Place, even if you don't like the show, watch it for Darcy Carden's performance because it'll change your life. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, Tessa agrees. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There's no other performance if you ask me. Breaking the fourth wall. It's also a good show. The nominees for Best Performance in a TV Show Drama are... Oh, this is a loaded category. It really is. Okay. Anne Dowd, The Handmaid's Tale, and The Leftovers. President Bellamy Young in Scandal. The cast of Big Little Lies. Carrie Coon, The Leftovers, and <laughs> Daniela Jesus, Orange is the New Black. Oh, this is... I'm nervous. Okay. <laughs> and the thingy goes to... Our president, Bellamy oh. Young, scandal! Oh, wow. Oh, my God. She got the popular vote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm this so is, proud of her. This is, okay. This is the one I have the conspiracy theory You have a conspiracy, you have a conspiracy theory about theory? this? Yes, as um, the official accountant, yes. uh-huh. this category had about 40 more votes than any other. What? Whoa. Since she responded to our social media, I think her fans came on and only voted. Oh my god. <gasps> what if Bellamy just voted for herself 40 times? Another controversial category wow. for a presidential election. Oh. Oh my god, we are living out 2016 all over again. Wow. Well, I mean, on Scandal, they have fixed elections many times. That she was a part of. Yeah. I'm going to let you keep this. Yeah. This is, I'm going to say, is, yeah. This is controversial. <clears throat> I'm very, very happy, Very interesting. Though. Me too. Good for her. Oh, boy. Okay. Thank you, listeners. We needed that. <laughs> the nominees for best performance in a movie comedy are... Okay. This is serious. Tessa Thompson, Thor Ragnarok, Tiffany Haddish, Girls Trip, Anne Hathaway, I'm sorry, Annie Hathaway, Colossal, Beanie Feldstein, Lady Bird, and Margot Robbie, I, Tanya. Fun fact before I announce this, I have a crush on every performer in this category. I'm so nervous. 
And the thing it goes to, Tiffany had oh. girls' dreams. <laughs> oh, oh, good. good. That makes my heart feel good. We should hang this up in our office. We should. In our studio? Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, yay. Honestly, finally something she wasn't snubbed for. Tiffany, if you want to come on and make a 17-minute speech like you did at the Critics' Choice Awards, we will gladly host you. I think the number one thing that I said through 2017 is that my favorite part of Girls Trip is when she's walking down the hall and, and the her shoes. heel, yes, like, she, her ankle gives out as she's yes. walking and yelling. And Okay, so I was, my mom just watched this movie and I was talking to her about the fact that my favorite thing about this movie is that it would be so easy for Tiffany Haddish's performance ever to, like, veer into dramatic mm-hmm. or, like, in that big fight scene for her to, like, yeah. realize the error of her ways. But it kind of like Melissa McCarthy in Bridesmaids where it's, like, oh, the, yeah. the performance takes a turn where in the scene where she's like, Annie, like, I'm life, I'm punching you. But Tiffany Haddish never... It's you never expect it never goes where you expect it to go. Like she just yeah. stays at a ten comedically the whole time, which I think is the most brilliant part about her performance. Also, some Tiffany news. Uh, you oh. Remember when she was doing the promotional tour for this, and she told the story about like how the yes. Groupon. She's now the she's now spokesperson, the spokesperson for, for Groupon, which I think is amazing. A lot is happening for her in twenty eighteen. Yeah, everybody. if she wants to record a Groupon commercial for this podcast, hey Tiffany, our email address is one more thing podcast at gmail <laughs> Okay, the nominees for best performance in a movie drama are Harry Styles, Dunkirk, Laurie Metcalf, Lady Bird, Timothy. Who knows? Chalamet, Call Me by Your Name, Millicent Simmons, Wonderstruck, and Michael Stuhlbarg, Call Me by Your Name. Fun fact: I have a crush on every performer in this category, including the eleven-year-old girl, Millicent Simmons. No, Jay. This is Wonderstruck. Not Wonder Wheel. God, gets me every the time. The audience loves our incisive commentary. And the thing he goes to... Oh, I, I have no idea who this is going to be. Me, me it, I, I, I'll be happy with literally anybody. Me too. Tima something wow. Chalamet. Wow. Oh. Good for him. Good for him. He, just like Michael Stuhlbarg, were, he was in so many movies this year. Yeah, he was in three movies, right, for his first award season. Yeah, and I mean, I will say this is his best. He did I a agree. wonderful job. Yeah. His also, also his second award tonight. Third third award. Third, third, yeah, award, third tonight. award tonight. Wow, Wow, Timothy. unlike the Golden Gloves, Call Me By Your Name is a, really a sweeping. Wow, okay. The 2017 thingies will be back after this word from our sponsors. Besides the thingies, where can I see all of my favorite celebrities for almost no cost? I'm glad you asked. Madame Tussauds is the best place to go for celeb sightings with everyone from Angelina Jolie pre-divorce to Louis C.K. pre-sexual assault. There is no Louis C.K. pre-assault. Use code one more thing for $10 <laughs> off of tickets. <laughs> and now, back to the show. <laughs> The next category was one of the hardest to narrow down. We both watched so much TV that it was legitimately difficult to pick the best scenes. These are the four nominees that stayed with us all year. The nominees for best TV scene are The Bathroom Girls. Not The Bathroom Girls, but Bathroom Girls. Cacti, The Good Place, Rosario's Funeral, Will and Grace, and the final monologue, The Leftovers. And the thingy goes to... I have no idea. And the thing he goes to, the final monologue, The Leftovers. I'm glad to know that people watched The Leftovers. Wow. Now I don't think this was rigged. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
this was nice. I mean, we watched this live together. Yeah. Or not live. We were like a half hour late. But, uh, but together. But we watched it together. And, and yeah, we were dead silent on this, not on this couch because we're at the Beacon Theater, but on your couch. <laughs> <laughs> and sat in silence for yeah. the four minutes that it happened. And then like after it happened, we died. So yeah. we departed, if you will. Wow. I'm going to put this on the, I'm going to put this on our little stand since it's our, our award. These four scenes defined cinema for us this year. They showed us strong, powerful women kicking ass and taking charge in ways that men can't. Men can grapefruit. Have you ever done it? The nominees for our best movie scene are The Staircase, Atomic Blonde, Grapefruiting, Great Girls Trip. Grape Trip. <laughs> <laughs> Grapefruiting, Girls Trip, The Triple Axel, I, Tanya, and No Man's Land, Wonder Woman. I'm happy to say this will be a female uh, winner. Yeah, I'm going to announce this one because I haven't announced from the one. Okay. And the thingy goes to... No Man's Land, oh. Wonder Woman. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm going to cry again. Oh, oh boy. Remember what, we, when we were watching this and I was sobbing during this scene? I do. This was my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah, because just watching this and being like, wow, imagine being like a 10-year-old girl and watching this scene. Yeah. And like, oof. It was uh, very much a Lord of the Rings moment. <laughs> I'm not. There's I'm, a moment I'm when um, the there's a female knight and she's like, I'm no man. and Because it, it's like no man can kill someone. Oh. And she kills him and she's like, I'm no man, I'm a woman. Okay. Well, <laughs> moving on. At this point in every award show, everyone starts getting sick of the bits and starts yelling at their TVs, just tell us the winners. So that's what we're going to do. We have a couple special citations this year. These movies didn't really fit into any of the categories, but we still thought that they deserved recognition among the best films of the year. The honorable mention for best documentary goes to Kiki, directed by Sarah Giordano. And the honorable mention... <laughs> oh and the honorable mention for best foreign film goes to BPM, directed by Robin Campello. And finally, the honorable mention for episode of television that was better than Black Mirror season three, episode four, San Junipero, goes to nothing. And now, the nominees for best TV show are Will and Grace, NBC. The Real O'Neills, ABC. Speechless, ABC. Orange is the New Black, Netflix. And the thingy goes to, let's announce it together. I'll open it so we can both see. Okay. Orange, Orange is, is the, the New, new Black. Black. Oh, wow. I was just watching Orange is the New Black last night. Wow. That's unexpected. See, uh, that is really unexpected, I have to say. That's the second uh, award for streaming service. I always think it's really interesting when streaming services win film and TV awards. I agree. Well... I mean, the thing for me about Orange is the New Black is that every season, I'm like, I'm done with this show. I'm never going to watch mm-hmm. it again. Like, it's stupid. And then they, like, in the last episode, you're like, ah, well, I got to keep watching. You're like, Samira Wiley dies. And you're like, no, no, yeah. I have to watch this. Or, like, Piper and Alex get engaged. And it's like, well, I'm gay, so. <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay, this is this is the, uh, one of the big ones. The nominees <laughs> for Best Movie are Colossal, directed by Nacho Vigalondo. Get Out, directed by Jordan Peele. Wonder Woman, directed by Patty Jenkins. I, Tanya, directed by me. <laughs> directed by Craig Gillespie. And Girls Trip, directed by Malcolm D. Lee. Okay. <clears throat> ready? No, I'm not ready. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is some ASMR. Get, Get out. out! Get out! Get out! Oh! <laughs> wow! You know what? 
but this movie came out so early in 2017 yeah. and it stayed on everybody's minds all year. I have very vivid memories of watching that movie. With oh you. yeah, I mean we freaked out. And I will say I think the absolute scariest film moment of 2017 is Allison Williams with that serial. Oh, 100%. I think about it all the time. It, we started laughing cuz we were like, "What?" And then we were like, "Oh, this <laughs> we're is like this is very scary. I was just watching an interview with her where she said people still like will go will be like terrified of her because she's so scary in that movie. Was it the one where she was like when I was promoting the film I couldn't really talk about my character yeah. and now that it's a full year later yeah. I'm allowed to talk about and it. And then they put up a little like spoiler. Yeah. She's so I was going to say cute but I realized that would be a lie. So. Dang. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a drum roll please? The nominees for LGBTQ plus celebrity of the year are. <laughs> Did that? No. Long that was. It's fifty-two seconds. Fifty-two of drum roll. seconds. Can I get another drum roll? <laughs> the nominees for LGBTQ plus celebrity of the year are. <laughs> The nominees for LGBTQ plus celebrity of the year are Lena Waithe, Lily Tomlin, Nico Tortorella, Sarah Paulson, Stephanie Beatriz. And the thingy goes to. Wait, oh what? Oh my God. What? It was Holy a tie? shit, there's a tie. No. This has never happened before in the history of the thingies. What? Wow. Wait, is this real, Tessa? Yeah, it was a tie. Is this what? a prank? No, I, I didn't think there was any way to do a recap. tie-breaking <laughs> <laughs> vote. Wow, so the winners wow. are... The winners are Sarah Paulson and, and Nico, Nico Tortorella. Tortorella. Which is crazy because it's evenly divided between wow. our crushes. I... You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, that's uh, maybe the only way that this award would have worked out. That's true. Wow, um, what a great pair. So do you want to read the Nico thing and I'll read the Sarah thing? Or, or vice versa? Let's reverse it. Okay. After oh, Well, after four seasons of starring opposite Miriam Shore on the hit TV land program Younger, this year openly bisexual actor Nico Tortorella started a hit podcast called The Love Bomb about love and the labels associated with it. He also appeared on the cover of Out Magazine with his partner, Bethany Myers, and discussed for the first time their polyamorous relationship. And this year, Sarah Paulson starred as a married lesbian on American Horror Story Cult and appeared in The Post. In 2018, she will be, she will be playing a potential lesbian in Ocean's 8. A definite lesbian. And directing an episode of a TBA Ryan Murphy show. She didn't really do anything else big this year, but uh, she did... But she and her... What is that? It's his girlfriend, but I started out. <laughs> she didn't really do anything else big this year, but she and her girlfriend, Holland Taylor... No. ...were very public about their relationship, so that was a big thing. Yeah, I had sort of had a meltdown while writing that part. <laughs> it would have been funny if I had a bleep, and then I could have just bleeped it. Wow. wow. I can't wait to have Sarah Paulson and Nico back here next year to present the award yeah. uh, for wow. the 2018 Celebrity. It's great that we're going to double date with them. Wow. And now, for the most talked about category of the night... Because it can't be written about... <laughs> Leah Michelle's Instagram post of the year. We wanted Leah to present this. <laughs> okay. 
We wanted Leah to present this award, but she couldn't read our invitation, so we'll have to do it. The nominees are... The mayor called and wanted me to remind you to tune in tonight at 9.30, 8.30 Central. I hope I see some Hesters out there for Halloween this year. Devil emoji. Me. How I feel about going out on Saturday nights in LA. Dot, dot. (laughs) Oh, hey, girl. Kiss emoji. And it's almost Friday. Dancing lady emoji. Here we go. We both have strong favorites in this, too. It's, it's almost, almost Friday. Friday. Dancing lady emoji. For those of you that don't remember, this is the one where she's like holding her leg up in the yeah. air and like making duck face. Yeah. Oh, this is good. This is good. That's Robert's favorite one. It is. And every time we put it on our, we've put it on so many like Google forms and spreadsheets and every time I click on it and I'm like, what is this one? Oh, right. I just tried to do <laughs> it, but yeah, uh, it, it did I got my, uh, you're in tight pants. <laughs> Wow, good for her. Good job, Leah. Well, that's it for us, everyone. Kids, you can go to bed now. I had fun. Did you, Jay? <laughs> Thought there would be a laugh there, but... <laughs> Tessa didn't. <laughs> I did have fun. You know, I think they really... They should let us host more things. Yeah, if Kevin Spacey could host the Tonys last year, we can host anything. Who was your favorite winner? Oh. Sorry. Favorite winner, Robert? Well, let me just go through my stack of winners. Okay, uh, all right. All right. <laughs> no, I think my favorite winner, um, besides the surprise tie at the end, I know, was probably putting uh, the shorts on H- T- Timothy's head. Because just because, yeah, listeners, you don't understand how hard I worked to get that nominee. <laughs> on the it list. really, we we like finalized the nominees in a three-hour phone call, and probably twenty minutes of that phone call was me being like, "Okay, but what moment from Call Me by Your Name, Robert? You can't do the whole thing." And then you were like, "The shorts," and I was like, "Really? Come on!" And it was like a whole conversation. So you know what? I'm happy for you. You were like, "Is that hot?" And I was like, "Yeah, yes." <laughs> I did gasp the first time that happened in the theater. I, I think that is the moment that most accurately represents the book also. When I, when that happened, I felt like you must feel all the time. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? What's your, what's your favorite uh, winner? I have to say, I think my favorite winner is a tie between Darcy Carden mm. and Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. Those are the two that we've been talking about the most, where we were like, no matter what happens, Darcy and Tiffany both have to win. Yeah. Like, we will... Because they're the two best performances of the year. We will quit everything. (laughs) The podcast will be canceled. But speaking of canceling the podcast... (laughs) It's such a sad fizzle. (laughs) It is. (laughs) We're doing a season three. We're doing a season three. (laughs) We have been... Oh, yes, yes, thank you. (laughs) We have been renewed for a third season. In Ryan Murphy lingo, this is the third season is always the best season. Oh, since that's the first true. Season. Yeah. So it's going to be amazing, everybody. This is our American Horror Story Coven season, or our rumor has it someone like you season. Oh, 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 yeah. This is the season where Santana comes out. So, Naya Rivera, come on the podcast. We'll be announcing when we come back super soon. But in the meantime, be sure to head over to our social media to tell us what you want to hear about and who you want to hear from next season. And let us know on social media who you thought the biggest snub of the night was and who your favorite winner was. Who was your biggest snub? I didn't really have any. <laughs> Stop rubbing in my face. My biggest snub, obviously, was I, Tanya, snubbed across every category once again. That is true. Margot Margo deserves every award for that performance. I think she suffered from being in the same category as Tiffany here. That's that's true. Because you can't you know compare what? it to Tiffany. Margot, you get your own thingy. <laughs> 
for Jay's crush of the year, Margot Robbie. Oh, that's good. Who's your thingy crush of the year? Uh, Stephen Colbert. Does that count? Does that count? Sure. He's been great this year. Okay. Well, great. Congratulations to Margot Robbie and Stephen Colbert. (laughs) Until next time. Oh, no. I take all of that back. Chris Pine. Okay. Chris Pine. So Margot Robbie and Chris Pine. Until then, this is Jay and Robert signing off. I forgot to put music in the file I gave you. Okay. Handpicked this song. <laughs> I feel like I have to speak quieter. <laughs> Thank you to Tessa for being our accountant and running this. <laughs> uh, Thank you to Anna, all of the nominees, Stephanie Hawkins, the Beacon Theater, our listeners and our voters. Uh, Penny Hunt, who was our announcer tonight. And, and of course, and of course Madam Tussauds. Use code one more thing for $10 off of tickets. Goodbye, my fans. Oh.